Behold, behold, behold the pale podcast. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. So passionate, do you want to bring us in, huh? No, no, this is all yours, buddy boy. Scumbag. Yes, I am. This I got you going. All right, folks, welcome on back to another episode of Behold, 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 a Pale Podcast. <laughs> there it is. There it is, very spooky. There it is. Scary. Spooky, scary. Coming from beyond the grave. From beyond the grave. Those sounds can mean only one thing, ladies and gentlemen and children of all ages out there, that you're back with the Behold the Pill podcast, gang. And we got Brother Alex and Brother Sean with us doing it big on this uh, pre-Turkey Day Eve. You know what I mean? Uh, The last Behold episode, folks, will begin before uh, Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Big old turkey day. Big old turkey day. Uh, how you if guys you can know? Get a turkey. If you can get a turkey, that's a good point. Well, uh, actually, uh, just go out, get uh, go on my my uh, house, and you just uh, drive your car recklessly. You can hit three of them on the way to uh, downtown. <laughs> it's actually oh, yeah. we illegal uh, to kill those turkey, those wild turkeys. Hawk, if you if you killed. Hey, 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 I did not kill no. them. They literally ran in front of my car. It was a suicide, I it swear. It was a suicide, man. It was they suicide. left me a note. Yes, yes, they left a note right on the <laughs> other side of their feathers. It says, oh. fuck me, please. Fuck oh. me. That's pluck, not fuck, but pluck me. Well, you could be doing mm-hmm. fucking hard time for killing them fucking turkeys. You know, get plucked in the joint, dude. Life is a life, Alex. Hey, 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 all I have to say is that turkeys, they were asking to be sent to the other place. I remember when you were in Vietnam, you would talk like that, too. I don't like it. It scares me, always. <laughs> uh, I love grilling in the morning. It smells like victory. Oh, shit. I'd hear stories of him waking up. He'd be waking up with night terrors. 
sweating and crying. You know what was a sweat and what was the tears? You know what I mean? It was crazy. And he was just acting out this, you know, he had to be wrestled to the ground. And, it, you know, I don't know what it was, but it had blood on his hands. It was like some Freddy Krueger shit, dude. It was so well, real well, that he well, would have the blood on his hands at the end. Well, what can I say? I, I was just choking the chicken. Wow, dude, we're talking about Turks. You're getting down with chicks. What the fuck, man? That's fucked up. Hey, it's a foul business that we deal with. <laughs> I like fair it. enough. I like it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Before hey, we... I'm here all day. All right. Before we lose the audience, we're going to pop into the big old theme <laughs> of the episode this evening, you know, because Thanksgiving's coming around and, you know, you know, the end of the world's coming around as well. You know, we want to kind of bring both of those things together to discuss some serious topics, you know, going on. Um, you know, food prices going up, you know what I mean? Some problematic shit, you know, when the when the price to feed your belly is over your head, you can't reach it. What do you do? You drown, you know what I mean? You become a cannibal. Maybe that's the intention. You know, Soil and green, uh, green is people, buddy. Some Deuteronomy getting biblical on us there. I like that. Uh, Burger King will be the first franchise, speculation, first franchise to bring human flesh into the game. Into but, the game. Into dude, the fast dude, food game. Dude, they, they've <laughs> already been doing that for a, a couple of decades so far. Well, I'm being for real, though. Yeah, there's like a certain percentage of like human matter that can be allowed to be in meat. Hey, I, I, I found a toenail last time I had the Big Mac. That is so awesome. Well, you know, to go, you know, they have that whole deal with the shit. Like, feces can be found anywhere if you're looking on, hand, you know, door handles and stuff like that. So you assume, the, you know, accidents, these factory accidents. They don't, I don't think they just, you know, if they don't find out about it for a couple hours, it's possible they're pumping so much meat or whatever in there that they, you know, no, no, you know, we don't tell nobody about that. You know what I mean? It's all about just flogging that meat. Do you remember back in the 90s when there'd be like uh, deep fried chicken heads found on people's chicken sandwiches? Yeah, it'd be like the people would be eating it like the chicken nugget. It's yeah. like El- Elvis's face on a chicken nugget. Yeah. Jesus was- on the tortilla. Jesus Jesus potato chips. Hey, hey, I I saw a Facebook post of someone putting up uh, a picture of the cat's anus and 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 like, oh look, Jesus! <laughs> oh my! I'm like, no, that's uh, hairy ass. But hey, I mean, to each his own. You can find Jesus in the cat butthole. You can find Jesus anywhere. So when someone says, "Hey, have you found Jesus?" I have. I know Harry Ass, he's a good guy. He shouldn't be talking shit. Right, be a good man. Be a good man too, Alex. So, Thanksgiving time is here. We're all very thankful for everybody listening. It's been a good year. You know what I mean? We've been beholding a lot. You know, so this will be a nice little smooth ride. We want you to turn your, your, your podcast radios and cell phones up a little louder for this episode as you prepare um, the big feast we're, uh, we don't get to tell you anything because you just went out there and physically paid outrageous prices. Maybe, you know, yeah, certain things are outrageous. Some things, you know, just like, I don't know, tricky stuff. You know, some cranberry, 
I remember getting some cranberry for some 99 cents. Now it's buck 50. Now you got to do the two for three deal. You know what I mean? You want to get some gravy and some cranberry together. You know what I'm saying? What was it? Uh, the eggs. Eggs is almost like what? Oh, what all is a cotton? Yeah. Eggs have went up 11.2%. Now, we did the episode, what? It, uh, it was probably about a year ago where we were talking about the food shortage, right? Yeah. Uh, know how to grow episode yeah yeah it's always kind of an issue you know it's always one of those things that come up especially in conspiracy because of how traumatic how traumatic that would be to society for people to say we can't feed you sorry it was was just enough to get us to fucking have to pay more yeah actually it's it's funny if you look at it this way um Paying more for uh, eggs actually uh, can um, uh, offset the amount of damage uh, caused on Halloween night because um, parents will kick their kids' asses if they use a whole carton of eggs to egg their neighbor's house. Not to mention the toilet paper. Yeah, are stocking up on that shit. You imagine if somebody TP'd a house, it'd be like striking gold. Oh, yeah. That's true. You know, that's why Halloween was really canceled that year. Hey, hey, listen, that that would explain why my neighbors sent out their kids to go to uh, everyone's house to clean up after <laughs> uh, it, uh, their houses were TP'd and egged. That would explain that. I thought they were just being good, uh, good Samaritans, but uh, they saw an opportunity to get some uh, uh, some uh, uh, TP, a little used, a little used, a little damp. But, you know, I mean... In the end, as long as it wipes out, you know, the shit, it's all good. I haven't been uh, out after like a Halloween kind of to check around in a while. So I don't know what type of damage they're doing nowadays. But I remember some back in our youth, back when we were all children, some serious devastation and destruction. I remember walking by, you'd walk down the street, there'd be like a coach for a football team or like a teacher or just or whatever and it'd be like untouched house untouched house mummy house right look like the house was mapped up wrapped up in toilet paper yeah then untouched house and you know we thought we were talking i think on the horroween special about the baloney the old trick when people throw baloney you don't you don't see that anymore and that would cause some serious damage to your ride back in the day we we uh yeah, we epoxied a fucking dildo to uh, Hofstein's Monty. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> he drove to work with it and parked it in the front of Jiffy Lube and didn't notice it till one of his coworkers said something to him. <laughs> it was it was dude epoxy. It was on there. <laughs> That's funny. What? How do you get? What do you decide to rip it off later? Poor guy. Yeah. He, but he, he did. He always parked his car up front to show it off, and there's a fucking dick hanging off the front of it. <laughs> I dig that. That's great. <laughs> you that footage to his, the expression on his face with that one. Well, at least he always had the rubber wherever he went. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, like, like we were saying, I mean, the prices have gone up tremendously, pretty much, you know. Yeah. It not it not even gradually in certain circumstances, it just kind of rushed in a little bit in the last like year or so. The flooding, you know what I mean? It's been a little thing, but I think you know, and it goes with the COVID thing. They blame a lot on well, we lost money because of COVID, and 
we got to make up for it with this. I was reading about how they were trying to do an excuse about like, because it now costed more for, for fucking like grocery store people, which isn't a true deal. You know what I mean? That was kind of a fucking fakey fake that I found up in there. But I do have some statistics for y'all out there to get behind. I got Ooh, some, I, I get I get hard over statistics. I Hit know me you up. do. I know you do, sir. I know you do. We like to throw little facts in there for the folks. You know what I mean? So we got percentages of how how much things have went up. Um, real quickly, we got a few. You know, the flour and prepared flour mixes went up forty two. I mean, fourteen point two percent. That's decent. That's pushing a quarter. You know, and I'm pushing a quarter of what it was. Right now, I'm working in a, a pretty big bakery. Yeah. And, like, normally we're pretty lenient. We're, like, if, a, like, a different customer needs, like, another product, we can take from one and use it on another as long as, like, they're the same brand. Yeah. Haven't, we can't do that. If they don't, if we don't get the right amount of ingredients anymore, we cannot produce. Hmm. And flour is one of those things that goes into a lot of stuff you don't think about. It's one of those things you don't think yeah. about that much. like coconut flour that shit is fucking crazy expensive yeah like it's almost 30 dollars a box box is like maybe 30 pounds shit buck a pound baby buck a pound yeah sounds like something i should try to try the old nose on get your hands on some of that and sell it black market now all right up there with your flour and prepared flour mixes of course, would be the butter and margarines, which are just as important to kind of anything else you'd be making. You know, that's another one of those things that you don't understand is there, but it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, shit don't get made without butter or margarine for the most part. Um, so, so that was up 14%. You know what I mean? So that took a job. All these numbers are kind of roughly around the same deal. Meat and poultry and fish went up 13.8%, you know. The thing with the butter and the margarine, I mean, it's all churned. Um, you know, it's not the farmers doing it anymore. I think it all goes to the factories, you know what I mean? But the meat and poultry and fish, I think they're trying to, I don't know, like that That goes, it goes, their, their excuse would probably be because now they're going to feed them more and it costs more to house them and all that shit. Uh, milk went up 13.3%. It's a pretty big deal. Well, I mean, the thing about milk, um, I think it all started back during the Great Depression because uh, milk has always been the kind of the cornerstone of the the American meal, baby. The American meal uh, and and all that. That actually, because of that, milk is very controlled when it comes to the price that you can sell that. I mean, for example... You go to like where I work and you got coupons that you can use on practically anything. But one of the exemptions is milk. And yeah. it's funny because the other exemptions it has is all items that aren't decided. The price isn't decided by the actual store itself, the actual, you know, um, you know CEOs and all that. So I mean, so yeah, because I believe because of the the depression and the, like a uh, law that was written in uh, with the farmers because they couldn't get in enough money for the milk, they were just dumping it down the sewers and all that. Because if I understand this correctly, when you have cows and you uh, milk them, 
that they're they're going to give you milk whether you want them to stop or not. So right. you have to keep on milking them, otherwise, I think they like dry up or something like that. Mm. So the fact is, so during the depression, they still had to keep on milking the cows and all that, and they couldn't sell the milk. So they ended up, you know, tossing, you know, so much. Like uh, there's actually old footage of farmers taking gallons upon gallons of milk and just dumping it down the sewer, wasting all this milk because they couldn't uh, couldn't sell it and they weren't going to give it away for free because they themselves had to also, you know, feed their own families. So I believe the government stepped in and I think the government is actually out of everything. I mean, they have their hands in everything, but specifically dairy products and milk, they their hands are in extremely uh, strong in on in the fluctuation of that. So I will uh, definitely whenever you see milk extremely going up, there's a there, there's always something going on with that because dairy is kind of like the cornerstone. Like wheat is also right. a cornerstone Correct. of the American diet and and all of that. So when you see those things fluctuate a lot. Uh, there's a that there's a lot of underlying things going on. You have to, you the 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 first signs of shit going down when it comes to food prices is uh, wheat and dairy. Those are usually the first ones that start fluctuating the most. Yeah, yeah. When when an American isn't bleeding blue, it's bleeding milk, 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 milk. I wonder how long uh it takes for it to get from milk to grocery store aisle you know what i mean because you you know when we get it we get it we have it for like a week and it fucking goes bad news so i wonder how long it is in transit you know what i mean as you take a big chug of fucking pure milk right yeah <laughs> i dig it actually another thing is i want to throw in since you brought in about things going bad expiration dates now the truth is yeah now, food does go go bad and, and all that if it's not refrigerated after a certain time. But expiration dates aren't, it's not like, oh, if you don't use it by this time, it's automatically bad. You have to toss it out. There's usually, I think, um, I think I read somewhere that there's like a six-day leeway on, yeah. on a lot of things. And, of course, it, it depends on whether you store them correctly. I mean, if you have like meat and you just leave it on on the counter, yeah, it's it's going to go bad. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing how is, how smug you are about that dude, uh, bag. But but uh, 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 you have to learn how it tricks to like uh, elongate its life. One of the uh, best you. things best things is like when you're dealing with meat and all that, yes. and even with bread. I mean, that's uh, bad carbs. I mean, yeah, what we do is we put it in uh, like the refrigerator and keep them cold until we're ready to thaw it out and, and actually cook it. That helps, you know, elongate it even past the expiration date. I mean, I will, and I still keep it fresh. To go with this a little bit, like I'll get up by us, we got, um, we got like a mom, it's, it's, you know, Peaceful Meadows is the place. It's like a mom and pop ice cream slash dairy this cow's on scene and uh, you can go get milk and eggnog and it's really cool little store like a little little like mom and poppy type deal but uh, whenever 
whenever we get milk from there, it always lasts longer than the number on the on the bottle. But if I go to the grocery store, like a Stop and Shop or a Shaw's or Hannaford or whatever, um, all the devil, all devil stores, you know, Shaw's is all right. I can't hate on Shaw's. <laughs> but, um, but the rest of them are devilish. Let me finish my point, please, sir, before I forget what it is. So, and when I get it from like those big food chains, that motherfucker's dead in like three days. It's fucking, yeah. I go, I open up my refrigerator, it's all killed over in the fucking fridge, dead, dude. Like a dead flower, deflated, fucking horrifying. Have you been down to Peaceful Meadows recently? I was there, um, yeah, a couple days ago. I got my milk, that's where I got my milk. There ain't no Peaceful Meadows there no more. I just had a vision of me being shot outside of Peaceful Meadows. The, um, by a crazy fan named Alex Locke. The uh, what do you say? They're, they're still there. What do you mean? You yeah, like the cow, the cows and stuff? Yeah, we drove past it. There ain't shit there on yeah. Sunday. There is a store. Well, it might be close, like closed. The store is still there. They sell ice cream. I don't know if the cows roam around and you can get as friendly with the cows as it used to be. You used to be able to just go in there, pat the cows, take pictures. You know, if Alex was there, he'd get behind the cow and the kids would have to go in the other section of the farmhouse. But, like, it used to be pretty free game. Hey, hey, of. dude, I was just milking that cow. I yeah. don't know what you would think. Well, he says, once I start, I can't stop. I got to keep going. That's all I remember from that conversation. Got to keep the milk flowing. But, yeah, um, for sure, man. I, the cows, they might not be able to see the cow. I think everything else is still operating, but I could be wrong. I was there less than a week ago. Also, Best place also- for milk, yeah. Also, um, I'm going off of... Orange uh, freezes. Those are nice, too. Those are delicious. I'm going to try their eggnog. Yeah. Oh, I'm going well, to fuck up some eggnog this year. Look at the eggnog to where it's at. All right, hockey. Yes, okay. you okay. Go, going with that. I mean, it could be uh, multiple reasons why. I mean, one of them, like you said, could be, of course, the transportation time. I mean, it's going to take time to go from, you know, the farms to the supermarket. And that here, I remember again. hearing there was there was a weird growth like the the the, the truck the, the truck drivers were having like a weird with grocery stores were having a weird situation where they were coming in late and I know that uh, the family biz they have stuff that come from overseas and like it got held up at a port for fucking ever and like for them to get it out of port was like an ungodly amount of money. Like almost yeah. to the point where you're better off waiting for fucking till it all clears up than for you to fucking pay the, to get it out of there. So there's a lot of that going on too. Yeah. And you think of all the food that went bad, and you also got to also like with the COVID deal where shit, you know, shit went foul. They're trying to save money, so I feel like a lot of shit would get pushed with new ex, new fucking expiration dates. You know what I mean? Um, and people getting food that ain't as fresh, especially because there was kind of little food shortage scare around that time as well, if I remember correctly. But since you brought up eggs hot, before you go any further, 11.2% eggs went up. What? Yeah. Fucked up. Well, I mean, come on, dude. I mean, you got to start paying the hands. I mean, you got to pay the hands before you cut them up and and, uh, send them to uh, KFC. So, you know, I mean, that's a lot of work. You know, you're pumping out, what, three, four, five eggs a day. And, and and it's their babies. They're giving you their babies to eat for Nobody, breakfast. So you gotta start paying the hens. Nobody yeah. fights. 
Nobody fights for the lives of the eggs and such. You know, uh, uh, well, I mean, that's a good idea. Um, actually, <laughs> they do have a whole um, uh, cockfighting tournament that, oh, about fighting for, for the rights of the eggs. You know? I mean, I got my money on uh, Cock King uh, Kong. Okay. Yeah. Like cockfighting. Yeah. Old Cock King Kong, huh? Old Cock King Kong. He's a number one favorite. Hasn't need, been beaten yet. I'm gonna need some stats on him. What's his reach? His reach is about you know um, four inches, but six inches if he really gets his feet in and lunges forward, he can get his head out a little extra. I feel like this chicken has shit reach. Yeah, he's got nothing to do. Four inches. I mean, I mean, personally, me, I got, I got nine inches, so I got him beat. Well, you're a true. A true warrior supreme for, for being. I, I, are you, wait, are you cockfighting now? Are you cockfighting the chicken, dude? Dude, dude. I mean, you, I mean, as as Matt's saying, with how much the prices are for eggs, milk, and all that, I got to make a little extra money. I'm not making that on my job, so I have to uh, do things to make ends meet. Sometimes uh, oh. you got to jump in uh, uh, with your own uh, cock, so to speak. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so, man. Fresh fruits, fresh fruits, ten point one percent. Alex, do you believe that? Yeah, pomegranates are insane right now. I can imagine. Yeah, you got to be careful of the grapes that very soon they turn into raisins. Apples and pears have been pretty cheap. I got down with a good apple. I like pears too, but you know, I, you know, fruits are good. Fruits are good. Veggies too. Veggies were up five point nine, so they didn't really go up. As much as the other stuff, that was kind of the lowest one on the on the deals, followed by bread at seven point one percent. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I got. Uh, I love myself a cucumber. There's so much flour and shit in and bread and margarine in the bread making bread that I I'm surprised it's not higher than seven point one because the other stuff is pretty high. Mm. The, the ingredients to make it are pretty high. Maybe they substitute Soylent Green, Alex. Soylent Green for real. Soylent Green is people. And uh, you think I'm just making a joke here, but very soon, before you know it, you know they'll they'll be uh, uh, using uh, our cadavers uh, to supplement the uh, food shortages. Mark my words. Well, they're doing. They're making like fake. They make fake meat now. You can get like what you would assume to be like a steak, but it was all grown from whatever, not yeah, an animal. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, I don't think they've gone to a point to make a mass uh, production, you know, it could viable. Even be some, it could even be some weird fucking clone thing or some weird homunculus type deal. It's, yes, uh, I am growing out a whole buffalo wing out of my back. Do you guys think I'll ever? Tree. You think you'll ever get to a point where, the way we have three D printing and stuff like that, that food would almost be like that, where that you could just you just print it out. Well, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised uh, of that being one of the things that we're looking at, and that it might end up being a possibility. The only question is how far away it is, and also. Who's going to have the rights to do that? I mean, I doubt that they're Coca-Cola. going to put out, put it out for 
you know, any any Tom, Dick, or Harry to just go up and buy one of those and make their own own meat. Your your nutrients will be within the medication you get, like you get a daily vitamin with the other medication. Um, McDonald's hamburger is it actually hamburger, right? That's probably what. Is this yeah, supposed to- yeah, it's frozen frozen beef patty, but they're beyond or uh, beyond meat or whatever it is. Impossible Whopper, <laughs> Burger King. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because like if that, yeah, if they could, I almost feel like one day they would, when I mean like a 3D printer, I don't mean like, you know, you're eating paper. Or, yeah, I see. No, yeah, 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 I, I know. I, I, it's I actual, know it's saying. like, it's like if you put the, it's, it's almost like a futuristic thing where like you have tubes of like weird liquid that just go into, it's not like food, but it like goes into the machine and it ooh, forms in the machine and bing you open yeah. the door you get a hamburger well well i mean one of the biggest problems is that if you sit down and you look at like in the in the uh ingredients on most anything and everything now it's 99 percent like a uh, food stabilizers you know things that they cook up in the lab to you know fill things so they don't have to pay as much for the actual ingredients i know for example like my mother is very allergic to um, the gluten gum, the the other kind of gum products that you find in practically everything now. Right. So there's very few things she can eat without having an allergic reaction to. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, the thing is that I mean, I can't see that that that's uh, that she's the only one that has the same sensitivity to. To all these uh, these all these stabilizers that they're putting in the food, I think a lot of reasons that people are talking about gluten allergies and all that is is less about the gluten and more about the stabilizers that they're adding, and and is is you know messing up our systems. Right. I like to think of it like the Fifth Element style. They put the little marble in the microwave and hit the button. Big old chick on comes out. I think that'll be so, like the future will probably be something wild like that, especially you know like the v- vegan people will eventually win completely, and it'll be there'll be new, animals won't be killed because it's a new like you know everybody's seen chickens the fucking get ground up alive and all types of crazy shit it's inhumane it's horrible you know what I mean so I think they because of shit like that there's been billions of documentaries and people fighting for like. The injustice of it all. We even got an episode coming up soon about injustice of the poor apes. And, uh, but I think because of stuff like that, I think that they'll be able to kind of transcend where, you know, like uh, uh, tofu, like how tofu, they have tofu and stuff like that. I think that they will do, uh, they'll, they'll lean more into fake meat, it'll be everything. And it's all, it's interesting to think of like the science fiction way of things where like somebody gets their arm blown off. So they take some of their flesh from, you know, wherever, and they kind of help it grow back. And then the arm starts to form again after time, you know what I mean? Like a scientific way, medical way of doing things. But if you were to take like animal flesh, like a steak, and you would have come somehow in the same aspect of that, just recreate this steak, which is kind of made from nothing or whatever, but it is at the end of it, it's still you bite into it and you go, okay, this is a steak. I know this. You say, mmm, that is one tasty piece of meat. Correct. Yes. Believe it. Believe it. Yeah. What do you think? 
Well, I appreciate your opinion, Alex. <laughs> you just looked at me like. Hey, I mean, the thing is, uh, nothing surprises me anymore. I mean, every time I, I, I wake up, there's, there's something new that they're working on. And, and of course, the thing is, it's, it's less about the ability of making this, but who's going to have the control of this? Because, I mean, when they decide to make certain food obsolete or the like, okay, we're not going to be using cows or chickens. We're going to be making this food, uh, which I mean, I'm, I mean, well, I'm, I, I'm a carnivore. I love, I love, I love meat. I love steak. You're a carnivore, love man. Yeah. I'll, I'll eat them all up. But the thing is in the end, you have to ask yourself who's going to be the one with these 3D uh, food building machines? Who's going to have these replicators? Who's going to have the patent on the replicators? I mean, the fact is, honestly, the, what I would recommend people doing is uh, is actually trying to start like growing your own, own food. Uh, I mean, because very soon you're going to have people with... Um, all this control and when you have i mean there's so many different ways people can control people and and one of the easy uh, one of the best ways to do it is through the food i mean if if they control the food and and and, and the water that you need to survive they can do whatever they want you will pretty much give up all your rights for you know to have a full bill and um and that's Takes that's the scary high. thing Huh? The stakes are too high at that at that point. Yeah, but in the end, you're not going to care. You're now not speak- going to care. You're not going to care if 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 stakes. you if you can if you can you know. Um, and Tell if, me. When 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 it comes down to the fact that if someone is telling you that you know, you've got to give up uh, your rights so you have a uh, three meals a day. There's a lot of people I know that will then they'll they'll do it because I mean, they'd rather you know, give away their rights so they you know don't go hungry and it it's a human condition. I mean that's the fact. So you always have to uh, be careful when you're watching and see these people saying, "Oh, we got these new ways of you know making food and all that," and then they'll say, "Okay, but you can't you know." Let's say have chickens and lay eggs and eat their eggs because now we can make these, you know, uh, chicken these these eggs without using chickens. Right. Which okay, yeah. In the end, you know, it's is great that you're not you know you know killing chickens and 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 their offspring and all that. But then again, you still have to ask yourself, who's going to have the control of this device when when certain things are taken away? I mean, we're still in that situation now. I mean, right. who owns the chickens? Who decides how many um, chickens that, chicken you know, thing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> how many chickens that, you know, are produced for how many people? And and when you have a growing population, food is always the number one thing that everyone has to worry about. Yeah. I mean, if you can't control people by God, 
by belief, and you can't control people by by fear. You can always control them by hunger. Of course. Because, I mean, you might think that I will never give up my rights, but when you, you end up, you know, hungry and starving, you know, very soon you're like, fine, I give up my, my rights for a, for a ham sandwich. Correct. You know, the stakes are high, like I was saying. You know how high, know how high they are? They're so high that in 2015, a steak that you would buy for $8 bills, by 2022, you're paying ten fifty for that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Well, like twenty two fifty. Twenty twenty two fifty. Yeah, but dude, that was one nice piece of steak. I'm sure it was. Well, I it mean, was uh, juicy. It had all the trimmings, man. Oh my goodness, Alex. Yes. Yeah, the prices of meat right now are pretty pretty nutty out there. The biggest jump. You know, in 2021, it, it was at its highest, where it was up to 11.50, um, almost 12 bucks uh, in 2021. But the biggest jump, believe it or not, folks, is uh, cheese. Oh no, dude! No, no, hey. you can't, you can't touch my cheese, man. It's I, the one thing that keeps me alive. I, I, love I, my cheese. I believe America has a cheese reserve, and we did have to dip into it. I believe it. In 2015, that motherfucker was at $5. What you would pay $5.50 for? Well, I guess we'll go from the first. In 2021, with most harshest, you're now paying like $9.25 for this. You know what I mean? That's harsh. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, I say that we all just figure out where the cheese reserve is, and we go over and we take it for ourselves. I say cheese revolt, guys. You know, sweets have also gone up pretty rapidly, too, since 2006. Sugar, sugar, yeah. Sugar, man. Sugar's a drug. Don't let anybody tell you any different. No, I make coffee every morning, and I notice that shit. That, yeah. Ooh, hey, hey, I love sugar so much, I even put up the nose. You're too gangsta. Sugar candy. You're too nose fucking gangsta. So the, thing, the things that don't really go anywhere, which isn't really too surprising, which is rice. Which obviously rice is uh, rice will never be expensive. You know what I mean? It's fucking one of those weird things. Shout out Jertai lives off of rice. He's a Man. fucking animal with that shit. Ramen noodles even went up. That's right. They, you know they say flour uh, stayed the same in the in their opinion of it. So I think they didn't have a communication with the other people. I think they're. Uh, <laughs> There's some type of weird issue there. But uh, what are we going for? I think bananas and oranges, never really, you know, fruit is kind of always at the same place, they say, no matter what, money-wise. You know what I mean? Which, I don't know. I feel fruit, you know. People do got to go pick it, which, I don't know. I guess people picking fruit probably aren't being paid top dollar. You never know. I don't know how that works. I don't know that system. Um but fruit is uh, fruit will be one of those foods in the end. Uh, people even, even people who don't like fruit are gonna be eating fruit in the end because it's gonna be one of the only things you can get your hands on. Like the know to grow episode, man. You want to learn how to grow some shit. Uh, fruits and vegetables are probably your best resource for growth. Uh, and then you must kill wild animals and neighbors to get learn how to fish. Learn how to fish. You know what I mean. If don't already know. If you don't know already, 
You know what I mean? If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Oh, yeah, just get on the boat and just throw over a line and try to get yourself a big tuna. I mean, I'm telling them. I got to so, say, one, one, one thing I, I, I found interesting is how big, like, the the, uh, the fish are for the tuna. And, I mean, you know, of course, you got those cans. I mean, how much, you know, cans they get out of one goddamn tuna? Shit. You don't even want to know, brother. But I do want to bring this up real quick. You know, we get a couple of things, you know, over the last 90 years, you know, more so than food, everything, you know, kind of changes and goes up. And I always thought these were some interesting <laughs> statisticals here for y'all folks out there. Statisticals? Um, statisticals. You got them hanging between your legs. I thought okay. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you don't. No, I just have them hanging from my chinicles. Your chinicles? My chinicles. Who, uh, so in 1930, if you were going to buy yourself a new home, you were paying $3,845. Let's go back to 1930. I know. Tell me about it. <clears throat> um, I'm done for that. Now we, uh, we'll go to two, jump ahead to 2018, 385000 You know, eight, and eight, 880. Scary shit. That's some horrifying shit. Now, your average wages in the year 1930. They were bringing home $1,970. A year? A year. Let's not go back to 1930. That's not, yeah. In the 2018, uh, it's up to, you know, supposedly 52145 Crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing is, if you sit down and you calculate how much everything has increased in in prices compared to the wages? I mean, I yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing is that I mean, it's wages have not grown as much as everything else has, and the fact is, what those in charge want to keep on telling you is like, oh, it's because of the price of goods. It's the price of you know the raw materials you need for the products that we're selling you. Which is true to a point, but mm. if you go and look at the infl- uh, um, in, uh, the influ- uh, flu- yeah. I know you know, the the in, in increase of all those basic <laughs> materials, yeah. okay, it still does not offset the amount. I mean, that's why you know people back in the 1930s could you know within you know, why spending, get a house in like three or four years, okay? But if you try to use that kind of same basic uh, way of, of saving now, it doesn't work because the the amount is so much wider with all the basic things that you need to survive on a daily basis. Right. And, it's, and of course, everything has increased so greatly. And the fact is, it's because... You got, yeah, you got how everything inflates, mm. but you also got those in charge like, you know, the inflation is, let's say, 10%. This knocked it up to 15%. Okay, okay. so a little extra 5% for myself. 
And then when infiltration comes up again, yeah. they say up to 20%, like, well, you know, let's, let's give myself an extra 10%. So it's up now 30%. Correct. That's that's how, how the uh, co- corporations, you know, keep on making all this money. And that's why the wages and, and, and you know, I mean, before there was a thing that made us uh, a great, which was a thing called the middle class. Okay, the thing is that you could, you know, raise a family, you know, make enough money just to, you know, be comfortable, not living in luxury, not having mansions, but being able to support yourself and your family. Okay, but if you look at the middle class, is extremely very quickly becoming the lower class. So, I mean, the, the, the divide between the haves and have-nots are getting bigger and bigger, and it's not going to stop anytime soon. I always like the name the have-nots. It should be a basketball team or something. So, now, Alex, I know you bought a, just bought a brand-new car, sparkling right off the assembly line. So, in 1930... Yeah, right? big wheels. Big yep. wheels. <laughs> Power wheels. Hey, hey, dude, 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 just call me Fred Flintstone. I believe in pedal power. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see you pedaling around. That's that's why I'm in such great shape. Somebody should make a Fred Flintstone car. I'm sure it isn't. It isn't that uh, you could probably make one in your spare time for a hobby. So the cost of a new car in 1930 was 600 bucks. Not bad, right? Um, in 2018, they say it's roughly 35, <laughs> almost 36 now. Yeah. The real jump, you know, in 1940, it was up to 850. 1950, it was up to 1500. And then 16, 1960, it jumped to, to uh, 2600. There's a pretty decent jump there. Ooh, fuck. In 1970, 3450 bucks get you a new car. And then by 1980, it was seven seven thousand two hundred bucks. And then you thought that was ugly. 1990 it was sixteen grand, almost seventeen grand. And okay. And two thousand, it was twenty-one grand. In two thousand eight it was twenty-seven grand. We're taking big big jumps. Yeah. Then it slowed down. 2013 was 31, and 2018 was 35. Yeah, uh, you look at that. Now, you're just looking at the, at, at the basis of just buying the car itself, right? Okay. So you're paying for it, yeah. Okay. Then you have to add on the gas that you have to pay. Then you have to add on the insurance, okay? So you have even more added on to that. I mean, it's... The the fact is that, you know, the wage wages have slowly increased very slowly, while yeah. everything else has skyrocketed in price. Correct. And it's it's because those in charge see well, you know, uh, this is something people need. People need cars to go from one place to the other for the jobs and all that. You need to buy a car to get to your job. That's what okay? they say. So. So, so yeah. In essence, you are working so you can work. Okay, you're you're going to your job so you can pay for the car so you can go to work. 
I mean, that's 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 the case in a lot a lot a lot of the situations where, and then of course you look at some of these uh, you know uh, you know wages and the and and, and the um, you know, increases, which is laughable to begin right. with. Okay, and then you look at you know how how much you know you got that. Then of course you have to worry about um, uh, where you're going to live. Are you going to live in the apartment? You're going to live in the house? Are you going to live in condo? Also, even more money. How 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 much uh, per month you have to pay either in rent or in mortgage or whatever. I mean, in the end, you keep on chipping away how much money you're making. In the end, you know, you you you're making less than you were back in the 1930s. Hmm. Well, that's nice. That makes you feel good. Make you feel good. Uh, it tickles me right deep inside. Yeah, so the average uh, gallon of gas, all right, this is a very relevant one with us. We're all feeling the burn of uh, this one. 1930, <coughs> 10 cents. Woo! The good old days. Um, by, tw- you know, right now it's roughly like three ninety nine a gallon, roughly, I think right now. So there it is. In 2018, it was $2.62. So the big jump off, you know, you got your 1940 was $0.11. Cents, it went up $0.01. Cent. That's manageable. I can deal with the $0.01 cent up. It's cool. Okay. Um, and then, you know, by 1950, it went up to $0.18. Cents. You know what I mean? They hit you, they hit you with that fucking extra sub. Um, 1960, $0.25. Cent. 70 was 36 cent 80 is a buck 19 then 90 buck 34 2000 buck 26 2009 buck 25 2013 380 yeah like i said 399 i think we're at i got gas today for 399 so that's where we'd be at Uh, i won't go through all the statistics i put myself to sleep with that but the average cost of a loaf of bread, which everybody be sitting down at Thanksgiving dinner, breaking bread soon enough. But did you know that in 1930, that loaf of bread would have only cost those folks nine cents? <gasps> Less than a fucking dime. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful yeah. thing. And you, you know what? Uh, a loaf of bread in 2018 is a buck 98. I think a loaf of bread nowadays is what? Three fucking ninety nine, the same thing as gas, pretty much. I think. Mm, yeah. I think it's either two ninety nine or three ninety nine. I forget which. I'm used to getting bread two for a buck. That's the good old days. Yeah. You can't get your hands on a loaf of bread for fucking more than even on a good sale, probably a buck fifty. You catch a really nice silly catch for ninety nine cents, probably. But you want to, you want like Wonder Bread. You want yeah, a fucking right. loaf of Wonder Bread, you're probably paying like six bucks. Yeah, you're, you're probably paying uh, like six, seven bucks for a loaf of Wonder Bread. Yeah. You're, dip, you're dipping into the savings count a little bit. You want you want luxury? You want to fucking feel like a baller when you're eating your, eating your toast? And you want to have those fucking... And that's just toast. You want those <laughs> blue and yellow dots? The packaging's what, for Wonder Bread. The Wonder Bread's fun. Is a guy like Wonder Bread. It's like that white bread. It's fluffy. It reminds me of peanut butter and fluff and peanut butter and jelly stuff. You know what it's I mean? It's good, good sandwich bread. It is good sandwich bread, but that they're, they're marketing with like the yellow and the blue 
like fucking dots, like that dot marketing. Ricky like, Bobby's cat. Yes, there, there's MK Ultra in that in those dots, dude, in those acid blotter dots, because you see you see them and you feel you almost feel like uh, like comfort food almost. You know what I mean? It, it's that, nostalgic almost. Nostalgia, and it, it is comfort food because you eat your PB and J and fucking feel better about the situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Damn. That's that's back when you ate you ate your feelings, but they don't nowadays you know you don't eat your feelings. They talk about hey it. dude, dude, I still eat my feeling feelings and uh how's it taste? It it tastes bittersweet, man. Bittersweet. Do you put a sauce on it? Some Chick-fil-A sauce or anything like that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sauce very of, okay. sauce of just depression and and, and, and self loathing. Is that depression with sesame seeds? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we, this got dark pretty quick. So let's not talk about the bread anymore because that's definitely what brought us down. The average cost of a pound of hamburger meat. You know what I mean? It ain't cheap to make tacos on Taco Tuesday oh, no dude, more. Is, maybe that's <laughs> what it is. This is before Taco Tuesday came in. Now they can fucking, now they know people want to do some Tuesday tacos. They're going to fucking oh, shit, put, put them People putting it out there now that... Dude, the taco MK Ultra, is pretty dude. cool. That's MKUltra, dude. That's getting in their head. That's making you think, okay, I, dude, it's Tuesday. I got to have them tacos because Tuesday, everybody's been saying it all day. I heard like two, three people say it's fucking fate. I got to do it. I got to go to the store, get some Hamburg meat. Hamburg meat used to be fucking back in the day when you got it in 1930. It was, you know, 12 cents. Now you go and get some in 2020. Two twenty twenty, it's about four bucks a pound. You know what I mean? Mm. That's yeah, for yeah. that's for regular. That's not even for the ninety percent fucking lean fat or whatever mm. the deal is. So don't burn, blow your grill up, catch fire. Get a big Alex. old sleeve of meat. <laughs> a big old sleeve of meat. The greasy Crazy. sleeves. Crazy. <laughs> Some greasy. Hawkman, when you're having hamburger meat at night, what do you how do you prefer to cook it? Oh, I like a well done. I like a you know, take a flamethrower, you know, just shear it sear it on both sides and then eat it eat it while it's piping hot. I appreciate that. I can get down with that, you know what I mean? Now just when you thought to yourself God damn, dude. We we fucking go crazy, you know, shit gone crazy a little bit. We're not even the worst of the ordeal. You know what I mean? So like if, if our if our overall costs, you know, in the US are rising to like seven point five percent annual rate, we take some trips to some other places, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you know, we get a low figure so like what what we would pay twenty seven dollars ninety one cents for, you go somewhere like Norway, you know what I mean, and you're paying thirty four dollars and ninety three cents for some shit like that. Iceland, thirty four twenty two, a little less. France, you got twenty eight dollars and seventy eight cents. In Israel, you got twenty eight forty five. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's some scary stuff, you know what I mean? Still, there's plenty of other countries that have much lower prices, uh, of course. 
and some of those are, you know, for the same deal. Uh, like we got Columbia, it would be, uh, oh yeah, well, so to so to speak, if it was like eight ninety five in the U.S. No, I think I fucked that up. So anyway, so the price from before, I think Columbia would be that would be like nine dollars and seventy one cents in Columbia. You know what I mean? On twenty seven bucks, that's pretty good. Um, Poland, that'd be twelve dollars and thirty five cents. You know, not as good as Colombia, but Lithuania you got thirteen dollars forty eight cents. Hungary you got thirteen dollars ninety two. Latvia you got fourteen forty three, and in Mexico, Latvia, Matvi, Latvia. That's where. Uh, no, that that's where Doctor Doom uh, resides, right? That's for Latvia. That's for Latvia yeah. from taxis from. Oh, okay. Uh, in Mexico, fourteen forty-seven. Not a bad deals. Yeah, I know those other places were so cheaper. Uh, you know, they're, they're it was a little cheaper with that stuff. Fuck, let's go. Let's take a trip. All right, so it's a horrifying thing. You know what I mean? The food's going up. It's a scary deal. People are worried about it. You always got the fear of. Running out of food, man, it's like a horrifying deal. It's one of those, like, you think of natural disasters or, like, uh, problems of, of epic events that kind of, you know, dots the eyes a little bit. And uh, that could do it. You know, people run out of food, chaos. Chaos. Doesn't even have to be people running out of food. It could be a kink in the machine of, you know, getting it to the place. If, you know, truckers truckers unions or whatever if they shut down or if the people they can't afford to pay the truckers no the panic situation oh, that's uh, a panic situation like, you could have, yeah i mean you could have all the you could literally have all the food you need but if you don't have a way of getting it to where it needs to be and food's one of those things always on you know steady rotation you know it's going consecutively because it goes bad quick so you always got it's rotate always rotating so you stop that rotation and you got a problem it's a problem you know what i mean so it doesn't even have to be the issue doesn't even have to really even be strictly there not being any food it could be just as easy as getting it to people you know electricity you know if if you couldn't refrigerate it Half the stuff would be no good if you couldn't refrigerate it. You know, if there was ever like a real issue with electricity going out for a while, um, you know, that could, that could be problematic. You know, the mock of the beast comes in. You know, what I mean? the electricity, all the communication goes out. There's no internet. What are we gonna do? It's some scary stuff. We're gonna start killing people. <laughs> killing them, Alex. You're so violent, dude. It's some scary stuff, but I mean. The prices are high, but I guess we need to be thankful around Thanksgiving that they're not higher, and uh, there's not more crazier stuff at play. Uh, the plague has slowed down and is pretty much done, so that yeah, that's nice. But here's the thing: I mean, uh, you have all the increases in prices, but uh, because of everything that's going on, yeah. uh, those in charge have used it as an excuse to up uh the prices on everything and even when things finally get to i guess the closest to normal is going to be um post-covid it's not going to go down even though 
things might uh, get stabled out and it's easier for them to get. Those in charge are going to keep the high prices. They're not going to suddenly, you know, like, oh, we can get these quicker and cheaper now. We're going to knock off, you know, a couple of dollars that we added on because of the issues before. No, we're going to keep the couple of dollars and just throw in another four dollars, you know, for, you know, a wider profit margin. I mean, that's that's what's going to be. And on, unless something drastic uh, changes, I mean, uh, the prices are going to keep on going to uh, keep going higher and higher. And the problem is, sooner or later, you go into plateau. Okay, that's the case in all good business archetypes, that there's going to be a time where you kind of steady off. And that's the time when those in charge are like, oh, my God, we're not getting any, you know, increases. Well, what are we going to do? Okay, we'll cut back uh, hours and and pay for those uh, working so we can still have that increase, that increased profit margin. I mean that's that's where we're going, and that's how they've always run business around here. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely some crazy stuff for shizzle. Yeah. Well, that's some dark stuff. So the more reason to learn how to grow. You know what I mean? Get out there. The best thing you can really do to prepare yourself is uh, learn how to grow. You know, vegetables, fruits. As you can probably you get if you got a yard. You can build them out there, but even stuff like that you can do on a patio. You can do it like on a little porch type deal. Um, and it's good to have it because you never know. It could really uh, could help you out in a clinch one day. You know what I mean? Rice. I know people stock up on rice because rice never goes bad. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I want to go crazy, but yeah, I say start getting your your bunker uh, shelters. You know, stocked filled with stuff. Just enough to live long enough. I mean, who really wants to live towards the end when everybody, everything's fucking really gone? So you just need, you know, enough to keep you around for a couple of months to catch the show. And then, uh, you know, go out hard. Go out hard, as they he, say. He went out hard, man. Went out he hard. went out hard. You know what I mean? So uh, they say, uh, eat your children when God starves you. You know? Mm-hmm. I've heard that's a necro quote, but I also want to tap into that in the, the Torah, you know what I mean? Has that vibe too. Uh, to get it, you know, the children are, are a reoccurring theme in both blessings and curses in Leviticus 26. Uh, it's a very biblical type deal. Um, I will, you know, this is in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, if I remember correctly. This is when they're all like, when God's angry at everybody and throwing down that verbal fire on him. I will look I will look with favor upon you and make you fertile and multiply you and I will maintain my covenant with you. Um you know I will lose I will lose wild beasts against you and they shall bereave you of your children. So they will take your eat your kids. These beasts are gonna eat your children. What's kind of crazy is is the beast is the beast a beast like a like a tiger or bear or is the beast something even darker? Um, you shall eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters. No. Yep. No. Uh, you you shall eat your own uh, issue. I guess that would be tissue. The flesh of your sons and daughters that 
your God has assigned to you because of the desperate straits to which your enemy shall reduce you. Hey, hey, Matt, I got a question. Are you reading excerpts from the Cannibal's Cookbook? Oh, come on. You're too crazy now. No, I'm serious. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, they have a good, uh, good um, uh, saute for Long Pig in there somewhere. Right. Yeah, no, it's interesting stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, The woman answered, uh, give up your son and we will eat him today. Tomorrow we'll eat my son. So there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of, like, stuff of eating children in the biblical deal and all types of religious uh, stuff. And that kind of sparked off, you know... You know, there's a there's a necro line, the underground rapper that says, "Eat your children when God starves you," but it's not exactly God starving. It's uh, kind of your enemy. They say in this is, you know, like the people people to watch out for and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, very crazy stuff. Bible's always got some wild stuff in it, like eating kids. It's definitely some <laughs> traumatic stuff for sure. Um, you know. The darkness of this world is who's to say it doesn't get that dark one day where people are starving, man. That's what you were talking about, Hawkman, when you said, "When there's no food, dude." Yeah, no I mean, I mean, heck, I, I, uh, there was a news uh, news thing on not too long ago. Um, I forget where. Uh, I think it was Zimbabwe. They were talking about the droughts and you know you have these kids that you know uh, have no food they're starving to death and they're dying and and the thing is that i mean that that is a situation that you know people get too much on their high horse where they think well that'll never happen to us that'll never happen to like the United States. We're never going to be a third world country like 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 um, uh, Zimbabwe, where where this is a situation. I got news for you. It's already here. It might not be affecting you yet, but it's going to. Okay. The fact is that there's a lot of things going behind the scenes uh, when it comes to food and 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 manipulation through news and media and those who are claiming that they're there for your betterment but uh, the fact is that unfortunately there's a lot of a uh, lot of things going behind the scenes and um unfortunately with how uh, you you look at all these hike ups on prices and all that one of these days, you're going to end up going to the food store and find out, you know, you're not going to even have a chance to buy those expensive eggs because the eggs aren't going to be there. I'm with you, homie. Uh, you can't have some, can't have an omelet without breaking some eggs, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I got news for you. We're the eggs, okay? We're the eggs. Well, I appreciate that. You know, there's a lot of like crazy stuff in this biblicals, you know. There's another one from Ezekiel 5 9. On account of all your abominations, I will do among you what I have never done, and the like of which I will never do again. 
Assuredly, parents shall eat their children in your midst, and children shall eat their parents. I will execute judgments against you, and I will scatter all your survivors in every direction. Madness. You know what I mean? Well, you can you can always count on the Bible to go for the dramatic. Women eat their own fruit and their newborn babies. Very the crazy. fruit. It's a lot. Yeah, the Bible's got a lot of dark stuff. I, I, you know, I never. I've always wanted to give it the full read, but whenever I attempted, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I will say. Forward. Yeah, I will say that um, I, I, maybe I should try it later in life because I'm sure it's all metaphors and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I feel like um, a lot of it's interpretation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. Heck, the thing is, you can switch it around, and it, uh, it might not actually be talking about legit eating. You know, maybe they're they're all talking about incest for all you. Well, know. that's the thing. It could be. You're right about that. It could be something like that. I mean, I mean, I mean. The thing is that. I always liked Revelations, but the rest of the Bible was yeah. boring. Well, well, you have to look at it this way. You have to understand that the um, the Bible was created from people taking um, oral history, writing it down in in one language, then changing it to another language, and all that, and then deciding, oh, this part we like, this part we don't. This part is promoting what we believe in. This promote ah uh, this this one we don't like that much. I mean the, the Bible's heavily edited, and I got news for you: it was edited by people. Okay, humans, not God. Okay, not alien, no aliens, no Anunnaki. Uh, unless one of the uh, lizard people was one of those in charge of the the Bible, which could possibly be, but you know they it says that that the, the the heavy the guilt was so heavy with the, in the, in the body, you know, and how the bitterest sins caused our ancestors in Jerusalem to consume the flesh of their sons and their daughters. So they're so, they felt so guilty that they ate their children. That's fucking or, weird. Or That's they felt so guilty that they decided to lie with their children. I mean, depends on, on how you want to interpret it or what, what they're talking about eating. I mean, are they talking about actually physically yeah. eating them or you know, or another like term is, for eating? I kind of feel like it is physically eating them. I think it's back like, a, I think there's a more spiritual time, almost what? in a spiritual mind, you would think that it's possible that if you consumed one into your body that you would be closer to that person i could almost well, vibe with that. i could almost vibe with that you know what i mean well yeah i, I it, mean but i could almost vibe with people but please. i mean the thing is okay i mean you have to also look at it that the bible was in latin first right Correct. okay i mean the thing is about when you're jumping from language to language and you and and all of that i mean what whoever uh took it from latin and then made it english I mean, there could be a loss in translation of what the original meaning behind the original Latin word was. Okay, maybe it's not even eating in how we are thinking of eating. I mean, I unfortunately am not a linguist. And, you know, um, I'm sure that there are a lot of people who have done these kind of research where they're looking at what, I mean, when you're jumping from language to language, I mean, you can have something that 
yeah, technically it could mean eating, but it also could mean five other different meanings from that language. And the fact is that, you know, are we talking about actually eating or are we talking about like some other like spiritual melding of, you know, the soul or something like that? I mean, that's oh, that's God. the problem when you, you're dealing with something that has been, you know, passed down through generations, gone through different interpretations. Then you got people who, you know, take out what they uh, keep, what they want and take out what they don't. So there could be like in another passage that was there that explained exactly what they were talking about, but they decided, ah, oh, we don't need it. Well, hey Amen. You know, cannibalism is big in a lot of these spiritual things. And uh, who's to say who's right and who's wrong till you try it out? Okay. All right. You, you got me sold. I'm going to come over to your house. I'm going, uh, I, 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 want, I want to taste a bit of your, your rub roast, dude. Uh, just cover a little bit of your own roast. I feel... Uh, Change your deadbolts. <laughs> I feel... <laughs> Too late, I'm already in the house. I feel threatened, man. Uh, so it's kind of, yeah, it's crazy how much children eating there is in, in religious stuff of all the religions. And what was it? Was Zeus the, the, the dude who ate his kids? Who, in, in that well, era... Actually, 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 it was Kronos. Kronos, the father of Zeus, um, uh, uh, ate Zeus and I think his brothers Poseidon and Ares. And then they, you know, cut him out from the inside out. Um, But Kronos was the one who ate Zeus. At least he ate Zeus. I know that much. And of course, you know, being immortal, technically you can't die even by eating so he decided to, you know, cut a hole out of his daddy's stomach. I'm with it. Well, I, I don't get the stomach for that that nonsense. So we'll neither does Kronos. Neither well, does Kronos. After that, we we got all this baby and talk and eating your children and shit. I and eating your fucking eating everybody, dude. It's all baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. It's gonna ruin up my Thanksgiving dinner. We better stop now. So. You know, with that being said, tipping the icebergs for you, you know, go dive deeper. Fun little discussion, you know what I mean? Didn't really, you know, we've talked about this stuff before, but it's always good to kind of bring back into the circle because new things happen, you know, in situations like this. It's kind of like how things change anyway. So catching up with kind of current event deals with it. And the food shortage will always be a worry, you know. And unfortunately, prices going up, I think it's always going to be a thing. And uh, it's rather unfortunate, but what can you do? We can't really do much, but just be uh, thankful that we're here and uh, we're, we're, we're breaking bread, even when it used to be fucking a penny. You know what I mean? It used to be nine cents back in the day, dude. 1939 cents. Yeah, like it was one Abraham Lincoln. But get your hands on some Wonder Bread. You know what I mean? It's like fucking- Wonder Bread? I prefer Wonder Bra, but that, that's Wonder Bra? Wonder Bra, man. I have one on right now. I'm sorry, is it a Wonder Bra, like a uh, bra for underage girls that are developing breasts? Well, I don't know. It works well for mine. I hope, you, I hope you're talking about your own bra. Otherwise, you could have some fucking real problems on your hands talking about Wonder Bras. Well, it helps keep my, my, my titties from sagging. Brother, 
brother Sean. Hey, yeah, yeah, what up? What I think we just woke him up. <laughs> no, he was disgusted with the conversation. A wonder bra is that? I know you have youngins. Is that like like an early bra situation? Is that what that is? Or uh, I'm not at that stage yet. All right. I so think, if I think, it is, they're older than seven. I think <laughs> gonna have to research into this one. I thought a wonder bra. Maybe I'm. Maybe I got. Maybe I'm on. Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Man, All I, I know is it helps keep uh, these babies from sagging. Wonder bra. Maybe that fucking wonder bread got got my mind twisted. You know what I mean? But uh, but I hope everybody here has a great Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? I hope everybody at home listening. It is not for underage women. No. Oh, okay. No. What wonder? What what is a wonder bra? Just a. Wonder bra been helping women in Canada feel and look beautiful since 1939. Ah, uh, that's what I'm talking about. It makes <laughs> me look and feel beautiful, uh, and nice and perky too. In 1939, it cost five cents. You know five I mean? cents for my wonder bra. Well, we right, whoever, whoever brought that info to the table, thank you. I feel like that that was brought bra. in. In 1939. Yeah. It was a good year. And uh, so, yeah, happy Thanksgiving out there, everybody. Eat the yeah, turkey and, now while and, you can. And when you have Thanksgiving dinner, please do not eat uh, anyone. You know, uh, keep your cannibal cookbooks at, at home on a shelf away from the Thanksgiving dinner. Remember, only eat your children when your enemy starves you. And we'll catch y'all on the next episode of Behold, 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 a Pale Podcast. <laughs> a Wonder Bar in 1939 cost a dollar. Woo! Woo! Wonder Bar! I think my nipple just got hard. Let me just read one particular aspect mm-hmm. that just brings this and you're like, what? See? Uh, verse uh, 52. Mm-hmm. 52 says, they shall beseech you at all your gates until your high and fortified walls in which you trust, in which you trust. Mm-hmm. See, they, they, they have now stopped trusting in God. Mm-hmm. See, throughout the thread of where is your trust? Is what really is being communicated here. Mm-hmm. Now you're no longer trusting God. You're trusting in your, you know, fortified walls and, uh, and so on. They will come down throughout all your land and they shall beseech you at all your gates throughout all your land which the Lord your God has given you. Mm-hmm. Now listen to this. Verse 53. Mm-hmm. You shall eat the fruit of your own body. Mm. The flesh of your sons and mm. your daughters, whom the Lord your God has given you, in the siege and desperate straits in which your enemies shall distress you. Mm. And actually, this happened. Yeah. They were besieged. There was terrible hunger. And remember, on time, the king, a case is brought to, to him. Mm. Because they had been besieged, there was great famine in the city, 
There was no food. They had besieged outside. So these two women, they had eaten one of their kids and they were to eat the next one, mm. the other's kid. And this one, I can feature work. You know, I can't find him. So that is how terrible mm. it is. And, and, and so these things you realize, it's not just... Yeah. Just mere threats. Mm. 